Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Deuteronomy. Hello and good morning, faithful listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode out of Deuteronomy. Today is a beautiful sunny day where I'm at. I have the windows open. So you may hear some birds chirping in the background, which I think just adds to the ambiance of this podcast, (laughs) personally. But yeah, let's go ahead and read Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 35 through 57. I think we might need some ambiance today because we're going to be talking more about these curses, and they're not pleasant. They're not pleasant at all. So let's read Deuteronomy 28. And just a quick recap. Basically, these are the lists of cursings that are going to happen to the people if they choose not to follow God's words, if they choose not to follow Yahweh. Now, some of these curses are specifically brought on by God. Like, for example, some of the plagues and everything like that that we've seen in Deuteronomy were specifically brought on by God. But a lot of the ones we're going to read about today actually are the people doing them to themselves. The curses are people almost cursing each other. We already talked about some of the cursings on Friday. So let's read more about them today. Deuteronomy 28 verses 35 through 57. Grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea and also your Bible. There's a lot to read this morning, so let's jump right in. I'll be, of course, reading out of the W.E.B. this morning. Yahweh will strike you in the knees and in the legs with a sore boil, of which you cannot be healed, from the sole of your foot to the crown of your head. Yahweh will bring you, you and your king, whom you will set over yourselves, to a nation that you have not known, you nor your fathers. There you will serve other gods of wood and stone. You will become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all the peoples where Yahweh will lead you away. You will carry much seed out into the field and will gather in little. For locust will consume it. You will plant vineyards and dress them, but you will neither drink of the wine nor harvest, because worms will eat them. You will have olive trees throughout all your borders, but you won't be able to anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives will drop off. You will father sons and daughters, but they will not be yours, for they will go into captivity. Locusts will consume all your trees and the fruit of the ground. The foreigner who is among you will mount up above you higher and higher, and you will come down lower and lower. He will lend to you, and you won't lend to him. He will be the head, you will be the tail. All these curses will come on you and will pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed, because you didn't listen to Yahweh your God's voice, to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded you. They will be for you a sign and for a wonder to you and to your offspring forever." Because you didn't serve Yahweh your God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart by reason of the abundance of all things. Therefore, you will serve your enemies whom Yahweh sends against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in lack of all things. He will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. Yahweh will bring a nation against you from afar, from the end of the earth, as an eagle flies, a nation whose language you will not understand, a nation of fierce facial expressions that don't respect the elderly, nor show favor to the young. They will eat the fruit of your livestock and the fruit of your ground until you are destroyed. They also won't leave you grain, new wine, oil, the increase of your livestock, or the young of your flock, until they have caused you to perish. 
They will besiege you in all your gates until your high and fortified walls in which you trusted come down throughout all your land. They will besiege you in all of your gates throughout all your land, which Yahweh your God has given to you. You will eat the fruit of your own body, the flesh of your sons and your daughters, whom Yahweh your God has given you in the siege and in the distress, which your enemies will distress you. The man who is tender among you and very delicate, his eye will be evil towards his brother, towards the wife whom he loves and towards the remnant of his children whom he has remaining, so that he will not give to any of them the flesh of his children whom he will eat because he has nothing left to him in the siege and in the distress with which your enemy will distress you in all of your gates. The tender and the delicate woman among you who would not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eye will be evil towards the husband that she loves, towards her son, towards her daughter, towards her young one who comes out from beneath her feet and towards her children whom she bears, for she will eat them secretly for lack of all things in the siege and in the distress with which your enemy will distress you in your gates. That definitely escalated quickly. All of a sudden, people are eating their own children. So how the heck did this happen? So if you didn't listen to Monday's episode about the cursings, I definitely recommend going back and listening to that one. And also Friday's episode as well, where I talked about the blessings of Israel. If if Israel would only listen to God's voice and keep their end of the promise of the covenant. But if they don't, these curses would begin to happen. And I do believe that this is any nation that turns their back on God, though I don't know if God would be as severe with other nations that did not enter into a covenant promise with him though that's up for some debate. But regardless, we know that bad things begin to happen to nations that turn their backs on God. And we do know that good things begin to happen to nations that start recognizing God and not turning their backs on him. For example, I don't know if you guys know what's going on in El Salvador right now. The country is just becoming more and more safe. They put a lot of people in prison, a lot of uh, drug cartels in prison. And in general, the country is moving towards a, a good place. The president of El Salvador, I think he's a president or a prime minister or something. He recently did a speech and this speech was absolutely beautiful. And I recommend going and listening to it. I think you can just type it into Google, El Salvador president speech, something like that about God and nations. What he said was that if a nation turns their eyes towards God and doesn't reject him, how can that nation not thrive? And I believe he even mentioned America as a nation that is turning their back against God. And now you can see all the crazy stuff that is beginning to happen from that. So bad things begin to happen when a nation turns their backs on God and refuse to listen to the truth, which is what we're seeing happening right now, honestly, in Western society. But going back to today's passage, I want you guys to notice something when you read this. This is very slow. This isn't just, you know, God bringing down like fire and brimstone on the people that aren't worshiping him and like killing them immediately. All of this is very, very slow. And I'm going to guess that this would take generations to do. It's a very slow. We see how it starts out. The people will be cursed. You know, more violence is going to start happening. That's kind of what we talked about on Monday. 
People would be cursed no matter where they lived. The rain would stop coming down. You know, blight would start happening to the the plants. And that kind of stuff would begin to happen. Then we see that the people themselves would begin to get diseases, whether they're STDs or, you know, God himself sending down plagues or whatever. The people are going to begin getting sick and they're going to get sicker and sicker. And not only are they going to get sick, but after that, they're going to start seeing all these terrible injustices happening to them. And they're going to be so distressed over what they see. They're going to start going insane because the courts aren't fighting for them. The courts aren't fighting for what's right. The people are just going to see these terrible injustices being allowed to happen without any consequences towards the person doing it at all. But now it says that Yahweh will begin to strike the people with sores of which you cannot be healed from the feet to the head. So not only are the people going to be sick, but now they're going to have this itch, this terrible, awful boil that they can't get rid of. Then it says after that, God's going to bring all of the people out of the promised land. He's going to kick them out. They're not allowed in there anymore. Instead, they're going to live in foreign countries where they don't even know the language of the people they're living among. They're going to be foreigners. And I know for a lot of you listening to the podcast, you had family members who are immigrants, or maybe you are, and you know how difficult it is to be a foreigner, to be an immigrant in your country. It's, it's difficult because you don't understand the language. There's culture shock. You have to figure things out. And honestly, you don't get priority anymore because people who are citizens get the priority. You can't vote. You can't, you know, you don't have as many freedoms as somebody who is a citizen has. And you have to take the steps to become a citizen and to learn the language. And it's difficult. It's hard. And that's what God is going to start doing to his people. And when they go into these foreign nations, they're not going to have success there either, though. They might think they will. They might think that moving out of the promised land would give them, you know, a new lease in life, you know, wipe the slate clean. They might think that moving into this foreign country might be a good thing. They might think that, but it's not going to be. It says you will have olive trees throughout all your land, but you won't be able to use the oil because the olives aren't going to do well. You're going to carry seed into the field. You're going to plant all these seeds, but you're not going to get much in return. And then also some people were going to be mistreated. It says in verse 41, you will father sons and daughters, but they will not be yours for they, for they will go into captivity. So they're not going to find success no matter where they go. They're going to find misery and heartache. But the problem is the people still aren't going to turn to God, even after they're mistreated by other people, even after they're foreigners in a foreign land, even after their sons and daughters become captives. They're not going to turn back to God. It's actually uh, stated somewhere in scripture that there's actually a lot of statements like that in scripture where, you know, God warns the people again and again and again. And he starts like showing them signs and wonders and showing them all these terrible problems, like in the, the book of Revelation, where all the judgments start coming down on the earth. But the people, they see this stuff happening, but they refuse to turn to God. They don't want him. They want to keep doing whatever their hedonistic nature wants. They want to keep uh, being narcissistic. They don't want to turn to God. They don't want to give up their sin and their pleasure and their evil ways. They want to keep doing what they're doing, but it's destroying them. 
And God is showing this. And this is why I think God is very slow to, to dole out these punishments on his people, even though they're cursed. He's slow because he's constantly showing them like, look, this bad thing's going to happen. Okay, it happened. Why aren't you turning back to me? Okay, something worse is going to happen next. Okay, it just happened. Why aren't you turning back to me? Until we see here at the very end where the people begin to eat their own children because there is no food for them. Honestly, if the people just turned back to God, that's what it says here in verses 45 through 47. Because you didn't serve Yahweh or God with joyfulness, because you didn't listen to Yahweh or God's voice. If the people would just turn back to God, it wouldn't get to this point. Other nations wouldn't come in and destroy them. They wouldn't have to leave their beautiful homes to go live in a foreign nation. They wouldn't have to do these things if they just turn back to God and they don't want to do that. So then enemies are going to come in and destroy what they have. They're going to besiege cities is what it says. And it says in verse 53, you will eat the fruit of your own body. That means you're going to eat your children. And this actually ended up happening. This happened in 2 Kings, actually, chapter 6, where the village of Samaria were besieged. The entire village was besieged. In other words, a nation came and, you know, held siege to the city so no one could go in and out. And that's terrible because the people couldn't get food inside that city. That's typically what happens. And the people were beginning to eat their own children because they were so hungry. And you might say, Jen, like, why did God allow it to get that bad? To show the absolute depravity of sin and where sin leads a person. God did not command the people to eat their own children. This was prophecy that this would happen and it ended up happening. God did not say, hey, I'm going to force you to eat your kids. No, here's what God did. He said, if you don't listen to my voice, here's what's going to happen. And you guys are going to get worse and worse and worse. You are going to curse yourselves. You're going to curse your friends and your family members. You're going to curse your own children because of the result of your own sin. But the problem is these people would rather eat their own children than turn back to God. They're that narcissistic. They are that hedonistic that they're only thinking about themselves. They're only thinking about how they can survive. That's it. That's what it says here. The tender and delicate woman is going to begin to hate the husband she loves. She's going to hate her children and she's going to eat her children secretly because that's all she cares about, her own self. And same with this man here, a man who people would think of as very tender, like a, a tender man, ends up hating his brother and the wife who he initially loved and his children, and he will eat his kids. And not only will he eat his kids, he won't even give his other kids anything to eat. That's, that's disgusting and terrible. And this ended up happening. This is where sin leads. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse until God ends up stepping in and removing it completely, which is what we're going to talk about on Friday, because God is going to end this. He's sick and tired of the people refusing to turn back to him. So tune in then. 
I know these uh, episodes about the, the cursings may sound very harsh, maybe kind of difficult and uncomfortable to listen to, but these are in the Bible. This is the result of sin. This is a warning to each and every one of us that when we sin, we are hurting ourselves, but we're not just hurting ourselves. We are hurting our family members. We're hurting our friends. We're hurting our children. We're hurting our spouses. We are hurting other people when we choose to sin. And eventually, God's going to have enough of it. He's going to be tired of that amount of violence and sin that is in the world. But anyway, friends and faithful listeners, join in tomorrow for an episode out of John. We are moving into Jesus's death and resurrection. So we're going to have a great episode tomorrow out of the book of John. I hope to see you there. Friends and faithful listeners, don't forget to enter the giveaway over on Facebook. It's just a little giveaway. You could potentially win a bumper sticker, a P40 ministry sticker, and also a handwritten note from myself. And all you have to do is go over to Facebook and answer the question that I put on there. That's literally it. It's very easy to enter. But anyway, guys, that is linked in the description of this podcast episode. Friends and faithful listeners, if you like the podcast, please rate it five stars and tell people that it exists. I will see you all tomorrow for an episode out of John. Until then, happy listening and God bless.